you're listening to The Tech Box. Hello and welcome to The Tech Box. This is episode 70 and James Honeyball speaking and I've got on the other line David Rich. Hi Dave. Hello James, literally another line. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I got that uh, introduction all mixed up from my usual uh, way I say it, but there we go. Variety is the spice of life and all that, that's what they say? Yeah, absolutely. So how are you? I'm okay, microphone troubles aside, we uh, we got there in the end. Yeah, it's a shame that we didn't get the optimum uh, microphone set up, but that will come another day. I will leave you on the case, James. You have far more Googling power than myself. Yeah, we'll get to the bottom of it. I'm sure we can uh, get to the bottom of that particular issue. Um, there's kind of like a big elephant in the room uh, as we record this podcast. I don't think we should resist it at all, which is talking about this Apple event that we've just gone through. Yeah. And we've passed the pre-order time. The point of no return. The point of no return, exactly. Uh, or, or the point of possible return. But um, before we get <laughs> on to the pre-orders, let's talk about what was announced because it was uh, relatively interesting and let's do it should we do it in the order of interest starting with the minimum interest and we'll build up to the iphone because the iphone's always going to be the top interest isn't it the tease then yeah so the most boring one i guess would be the watch i don't know about you hmm. yeah yeah so not a lot happened there really to be fair. No, the the much-rumoured flat-edge design didn't uh, turn up, did it? No. That that needs to be smaller and thinner to pull that off, realistically, I think. Yeah, I th- I think you're probably right. But I'm still... A lot of people are saying, well, they're glad that the flat-sided watch didn't come along because they think the sort of curved one is going to be better. But I think I would have liked to have seen it. I think that they could have made it look pretty nice myself. But... Um, yeah, so basically what we're looking at is a slightly bigger screen. They've sort of stretched the screen out an, an extra few pixels. Um, bit better battery life, bit better charging, same chip. I mean, it's that's, that's about it, isn't it? Is it is it anything well, anything to add, or should we just move straight on? For me, they've done what they what what this is what they did with the four to the five, isn't it? So the four to the five, if I remember correctly, that was the same chip. They just changed uh, the design. They added the always on, didn't they? Exactly. Yeah. So presumably it was a it was a next generation screen or a slightly tweaked screen that they put in there that yeah. allowed the always on. And then they went to the six with a new chip, and this isn't abnormal. They've gone to the seven, kept the same chip, and just again tweaked to the design. So next year maybe we'll see this flat one with a new, uh, maybe a new chip. New uh, new process, they can shrink it down, less heat, they can make the case thinner, all that sort of good stuff. Less battery because it's smaller, so they can have less less battery physical area. Um, maybe it'll come. Yeah. Maybe it'll come. And I suppose, you know, we're all reaching the point now, I think with our phones, uh, not that we'd ever admit it, that the improvements year on year are getting very marginal, whereas they used mm. to be pretty huge. Um, but I think with the Apple Watch, once you get past the Series 5, which just happens to be the one that I've got, I think we're pretty much there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, easily does a day. I put it on the charger at night, it's got 50% on, pretty much always. And I've always, well, I say always, I've mostly given it uh, half an hour, an hour's worth of exercise. Um, I'll, I'll, you know, 
glance at it, have a couple of notifications. It's just enough. Uh, the, the battery's enough. The screen is really, really nice. It's fast enough now. You know, I think yeah. we can look back at the Series 0, the Series 1, 2, 3 argue well doing about four but those early uh, apple watches were slow sluggish and we still used them they were still good but you could see where the improvements needed to come now i think we're pretty much there with the watch i mean even if i said i'd like the one with the square size if this five if the battery's still lasting um i don't know what is your battery what's your have you ever checked the battery health on it can you do that on a watch yeah, it's it's there in the settings on the watch because right. I checked yeah. mine and mine's the Series 6, so it's what just under a year old now and the wife's the Series 5. And it, the degradation is actually con- really shocking. We all know Richard Yates can use an iPhone for 10 years and have it at 100%. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't trust the numbers anyway, but um, mine's down at like 90%, 91%. And the wife's is like down, she's a series five. So she's probably got about six months extra on hers and hers is down into the eighties. Um, I'd be interested to see what yours is. You, uh, do you have it on now? Yeah, or? I've got it there. It's 89. Exactly. That's not what you would expect, is it really? Or is it what you would expect? Well, it's two years old mine. Cause I've got a series five. Mine's at 91 and it's not. It's uh, up to a year. Maybe if you, maybe you're using it a little bit more, but I think I've got to admit that I, don't use any complications. I use one. Yeah, me neither. Me okay, neither. so I keep it really minimal, and I don't have a yeah. lot of I don't have a lot of notifications going to it. I, I do go for long runs though, so it's on cellular by itself a, a lot. Ah, well, I haven't got cellular either, so. Oh, right. I, I have noticed as well just recently that um, if let's say I go on a three-hour run and I'm tracking the run and I'm listening to music, it's it's nearly done by the time I get back. So um, uh, it okay. does take a massive hit. But my thoughts on the upgrade, I, I think it's a solid upgrade. I mean, I'm just swiping through the website as, as we speak. It's got it's got all the bells and whistles. The larger screen looks nicer. Um, it would be nice to have. It, apparently, it's a bit more robust than the 6, but I tell you, I've not really come into uh, any dramas with the one I've got. I mean, are you one of these crazy people, James, that has the case on it? No. Do you have a case? No, no, no. no, no. Well, there's people out there that do. They put a case on their watch. It's craziness. Yeah, I, I don't. And I'll get to one. I'll get to my final point on the watch when you finished your rundown of the of the new seven. My debrief. Um, a few extra workouts, but I assume that we're going to get that on the just as part of iOS. Yeah, I think that normally happens. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's just a solid solid year over update. To be fair, if I didn't have a watch, I'd go for it. Um. Oh, the new, yeah. sc- the new screen. I don't know. You know, let's see how the battery goes on the one I've got. I'm, you never know. I might be digging for for one of these. But I'm not, as you said, I'm not struggling with the one I've got. Um, not at all. Not at all. Even the wife's more than happy with her Series Five. She does. Hers is very funny. I mean, hers never seems to switch over to the cellular correctly. But again, that's probably deeper issues that I can't be bothered to troubleshoot. So, <laughs> just sheer laziness. Yeah. So my, my final point on the watch then would be um, I've got the Series 5. It's just coming up to the end of its Apple Care. Mm. Um, the battery's obviously slightly degraded. Should I just drop it from a great height, smash it and get it replaced um, so that at least I've got a new one to take in, in into the future, even though I obviously can't bring myself to do that? I would say that they probably wouldn't change the... Um, I don't think they'd change the battery. They'd do a screen-only repair. My hunch is that they just give you a refurbished 
uh, watch no matter what you ask them to do to it. I've seen it. I've seen it a lot now. I've seen it a lot that they're just um, they're churning out the repairs now, much more than what they ever. Ah, uh, they're actually repairing them. Yeah. Um. What I was gonna say is as well, you do realize once that Apple Care expires, you can go month to month with it, or I think they've just gone and given people the option of maybe certainly on the max of um, either monthly renewal or renewing it for a year at a time, I think. I'm not sure about the year at a time, but I certainly know that once now on max, once your Apple Care ends, you can go uh, month to month with it. Okay. Well, I would probably definitely extend my Apple Care on there because uh, in the run up to getting this five, I was dropping them and smashing them on a weekly basis and it was uh, becoming quite an expensive hobby to have this watch but obviously since I got Apple Care this one has been completely fine and has never dropped on the floor yeah I think I, I do the monthly Apple Care on mine and it's £4.49 a month and um, it, it, you know it's just it's just a subscription on on the yeah. on the watch so if I keep it for a year and it costs me a year if I keep it for Five months, it only cost me. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know you. I know you're going oof because you're looking at it on a two-year one-off purchase. But let's say I keep it for three years, I can keep it rolling for three years. Yeah. No, I think um, if they are giving me the option of switching it to monthly, I think I will do so. And yeah, that's seven. It's, it's very nice, as you say. If you've got an Apple Watch a couple of years old, uh, or probably three years old, it looks like it might be worth an upgrade but i think you'd have to be quite keen to get hold of that slightly bigger screen which yeah is nice but you know we're not missing out too much with our previous generations can i just while we touched on apple care i just want to shoehorn this in have you seen that the apple care plus they now offer two tiers they offer the standard one which you can either buy for two years i think it's 199 pound again don't quote me on these prices or you can 9.99 a month or you can now have the an enhanced version of that that covers um, loss and theft as well. And I think that's something like £250 or there or thereabouts, but it's about £12 a month. So it's an extra £2 a month if you were to do it monthly. Again, depending on how long you plan on keeping it, you can just keep rolling it. It just goes into your subscriptions on your iPhone as, as, it, as you would anything else. Yeah, that's pretty good, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and they're doing back-only glass repair as well now for, I think it's £29. Yeah. Yeah, that's ooh, whether I'm going to get uh, Apple Care in uh, upcoming, as of yet mentioned purchases. That's a that's an interesting one. Just do what I do, James. Just do it when you get it. Just sign up to it. Do it monthly. If you suddenly decide, actually, do you know what? I've got better coverage with my bank. You can just cancel it there and then. There's no drama done. Yeah. But you have to go straight away. I think within the first sixty days. And if you cancel it, you can't reactivate it. So it's better to do it and then regret it later. Yeah, and my bank, Barclays, has just cancelled my gadget insurance. I would always go with Apple. I mean, I I have it with my bank, but my bank, I can't just walk in and get a new one. True, yeah. They'll, uh, yeah I don't know what, how much hassle it would have been. I never claimed on it, to be honest. I had this gadget insurance for probably five years and never claimed on it. I, I have claimed on my house insurance, but not on this special gadget insurance. I claimed on it twice with the nationwide policy. The first time was just for a screen and they just gave me the cost of an Apple repair. So I just walked in, um, gave me the cost of the Apple repair for the screen minus their deductible. 
Yeah. And I just, I walked in and I had it done and I had to keep, I had to retain proof so that if I was to claim again for another issue, they could check that I actually had the, had it fixed and not just banked the money. Um, and the second time they replaced the wife's iPhone 7, they sent back a refurbed model and it was absolutely covered in, in gouges on the screen. That's not acceptable. So I, no, so I had to argue the toss and eventually get that sent back. And then they sent back another one and they sent back a different colour to what she actually had. Oh, God. Um, she had a rose gold and they just sent back a normal gold. And, but at that point, it was just like, we've been without a phone now for two, yeah. nearly three weeks. We'll just keep the gold because at least it was scratch free. Yeah. Um, so I'd rather roll the dice with Apple now. And I generally, Apple care everything. I yeah. know that might be a bit frithless, but the ability to walk in and walk out yeah. It's massive for me. Yeah, yeah, you do get good coverage with uh, AppleCare, definitely. So, okay, so let's move next on to the iPad. So it's just iPads and iPhones left, isn't it? Mm, yeah. So I'll tell you what was interesting. In the run-up to the event, we had the rumour that the iPad, the base iPad, was going to get a laminated screen. And I was getting quite excited about that because I was uh, thinking that for 300 quid, we were about to get an absolutely astounding iPad. Because that iPad 10.2, is it 10.2? With a fully laminated screen and a half decent, you know, few years old SOC, that would be one hell of an iPad, one hell of a computer for 300 quid. Yeah, I mean, we've got the 8th gen, so it's just been replaced with the 9th gen, haven't, hasn't it? So we've got the one, the, the last the last year's one. And, and uh, I get you can go to town on iPads, I, I get the nicer screens, the Pro, all that. But this is, for the, for the value for money, It's they're incredible iPads. They really are. Um, we've got the keyboard as well, so it, the Apple keyboard, just the, uh, the Folio keyboard one that they've got, not with the trackpad. Um, works really, really well. Again, Apple Pencil support. The screen, it, the wife uses it, the kids use it. It's, it's not a particular drawback to them at all because they don't know any different and it's a screen for them. Um, I do think you do get a lot of really good value for your money, to be honest. And I know iPad snobbery can creep in. It's still great. I mean, it's still a fantastic device. Mm. Um, it was just that that rumour that it was going to go fully laminated, I thought, wow, this, that's going to make it an absolutely killer device. But but that would be the air, wouldn't it? Um, so what, sorry, what you're saying is that there wouldn't be any, there would be less um, yeah. reason to go for an air. Yeah, yeah true. Um, and I suppose there's one advantage in having the screen separate, which I would imagine that if you crack the front glass, at least in some sort of, you know, back alley repair shop might be able to uh, swap the glass over relatively easily i don't know if i want to well, test that but in uh, the theory would be there well they're going into schools aren't they let's be honest they're going to schools small kids things like that they're going to get a a rough life and there's got to be a greater impact protection there hasn't there than than if you drop it you're not effectively putting all the force on the screen there's a sort of an air gap buffer isn't there so yeah. i suppose that might play into it maybe might might, uh, might sort of bounce in a bit we'll have to test it of course but yeah <laughs> so that's that i mean i don't think either of us well you've got one for for the family but it's yeah. not this base ipad isn't really for the uh for the geeks so if we move on to a, quite an exciting product the mini the mm. new mini so the last mini that i had was the mini four um which was really nice it was like a mini uh, air two so it had the laminated screen uh it had a pretty 
powerful processor in as much as it was very similar to the Air 2. It was like the, I think it was the iPhone equivalent of the Air 2's iPad processor, iPad 2 Air 2 processor. Um, it was a really nice device. Um, and I'm semi-tempted with this just because it's a lovely toy. But I, I haven't uh, I haven't pre-ordered it, but it is nice, isn't it? It does look nice. Yeah, I, I've I've had so many iPad minis on my quest to convince myself that I will use an iPad day to day. Um, but it does look nice. Again, just like you, I'm thinking, should I, shouldn't I? What I, you know? Instead of picking up my phone, I could pick this up and and use it like a pilot or some you know medical student or something really exciting. Mm. But, in my head, I really want to use it because it is—it's just the iPhone that everyone wants, isn't it? <laughs> Let's be yeah, honest. It's, yeah, yeah. It's lovely. It's absolutely lovely. It does look quite thick. Is that—is that my perception of it? It looks uh, like it's quite chunky in the hand, and yet the—I think the measurements say it's um, very, very similar to the uh, Mini Four that I had, and it's only fractionally thicker. But it—it it looks a chunky beast. Six point three millimeters, so zero point two five inches. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I mean, that is thin, but um, yeah. yeah. How close to uh, indulging did you get with that one? I, I'm tempted. I will wait a couple. I mean, once I, if I see it, I'll be like, oh, that is lovely. But I, it's my the use case is what am I realistically going to use it for? I don't use the stuff I have. That's the problem. Yeah. So, you know, it, it would just sit in a bag. It would just sit in a bag and... Why pull that out and not the MacBook? I've got my Samsung tablet with a lovely OLED screen um, for watching like films on planes and stuff. And if you've got an iPad this size, you'd kind of want it to do that. And it's got an LCD screen rather than an AMOLED screen. I mean, I'm sure that the screen is absolutely gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Hmm. But um, just not perfect for watching uh, dark films on. But yeah, Very powerful A15. Yeah, should be should be nippy enough, shouldn't it? What was it before? Do we know? Was it the A12? Oh, the Mini, Mini Five. Uh, no idea, but it would have been good enough, I suspect. That's why I mean they're always good enough. Saying that though, I um, inherited one of the family's uh, original iPad Mini, stuck on iOS nine, and more. Oh, it was horrendous. It was you. You, you pushed a button. And uh, it took like five seconds to open. We don't see generally, do we? We don't feel iOS gets slow because we, we update quite often. Yeah. M- more modern devices handle it a little bit better because we've got a 6S here and it, it seems to do everything. Yeah, there's a slight delay, but this was, you could physically, it felt like you were putting your hand in sort of sludge. <laughs> it was that unresponsive. This is the first iPad mini that they bought out to kind of... Uh... Yeah, it was kind of to compete with the netbook, wasn't it? That it kind of when it came out, so they yeah, prove a point because they had nothing at that form factor, did yeah. they? Yeah, and so they probably didn't mind that it was slightly lower spec at the time. But yeah, it that didn't age brilliantly, even though it was lovely in the hand and the screen was still nice and cheerful, even though it was uh, the non-retina screen when that one, that first one launched. Oh, the whites don't look white though, James. But that's probably because the one thing that you can say for Apple LCDs is that they do go a bit yellow with age, don't they? Yeah. And and, so, and it starts around the edges, doesn't it? It's almost like the the glue that that puts the digitizer or whatever to the glass starts to starts to mold. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit nasty really because the LCD screens are so 
lovely when they're new. Uh, it's just a bit of a shame mm. to see them go that way. But um, I've seen it do it on a few sixes and six S's of late. Oh, really? I'm over, I've only really seen it on the old sort of fives and the fours. But yeah, I guess it would start to do it on the sixes. Yeah, and the six S's, I suppose. Thank God we've got OLED. Absolutely, yeah. You yeah. can just get screen burn instead. Yeah, exactly. Screen burn. And don't some of the colours wear out faster than the <laughs> other? So, yeah, it's another adventure. So, on to the main event then. Go on. You can't stop it any longer. The iPhones. So, is there anything, should we bother talking about the non-pros? I mean, they just got a fairly modest warm through. It irks me, James. It irks me that the nice colours come on the non-pros. Because I would love a product red version of the 13 Pro. I, I guess it's because they can colour the al- the aluminium the same colour. Yeah. And I think that's what I like. And yeah. you can't really do that with the steel, can you? Yeah, that red does look quite tasty, doesn't it? It, it looks proper red this yeah. year. Yeah, it's not so much tasty, but that red looks red rather than sort of um, that kind of orangey coral that it was uh, last year. Have they changed as well? The black, has that got darker or is that just trickery? It's midnight now, isn't it? Yeah, so it's a tiny bit blue, if you notice. I think they've kind of, they've mixed up all of these colours and they've introduced starlight instead of, well, it kind of covers silver and the sort of slightly uh, gold colours. And I think that they've done that to kind of appeal to people like me who don't want their Apple products looking too pink do you know what i mean and two gold i think gold yeah. is a little bit of a acquired color really i had a gold iphone 8 i loved it i really did back when the fronts were white and the backs were gold it was nice i think you're either a gold person or a silver person do you know what i mean i don't wear jewelry but if i did it would definitely be silver and not gold whereas some people are massively into their gold and it probably wouldn't be silver. But so for me, I'm more silver. Wouldn't really want a device in gold. But this starlight finish looks absolutely fine, you know. It does look nice. Um, another. So if we briefly touch on it, I, I don't think it's missing as many features from the Pro as what you might think. I, don't, I think if you notice during the actual keynote or demo or whatever we're going to call it now, they didn't mention a few things but when they mentioned them on the pro they said they're also coming to iphone 13 i don't know whether you noticed that so all the sort of the filters you know that what they were saying the portrait lighting with the effects the studio the um you know what i mean where they said you can set how you like it well we call it filter but it's supposed to be a bit better than a filter isn't it yeah i'm trying to i'm just looking through now i can't it's photographic styles i think that is that that's what they were calling right. it yeah yeah yeah, so so all that stuff came, and, and they didn't sort of allude to that at the time they were doing the iPhone 13 demo. But after they unveiled the Pro, so those features, they said, yeah, okay, I'm coming. So, so they, they do share quite a lot of stuff. Yeah. Do you know what? They've bought, they've bought two things from last year's Pro, Pro Max specifically, that... I wouldn't have thought that they would bother doing. So the first one is this sensor shift optical image stabilization, which they put in the Pro Max, which I assume would be a a lot of expense for very little gain. So why are they putting Mm. it in the base iPhones? The second thing is that they've knocked up the Dolby Vision 4K recording to 60 frames a second on the base 
iPhone, whereas they they had that only on the Pros last year, which was obviously completely arbitrary software limitation just to delineate the Pro and the non-Pro, and they've put it in the non-Pro this year, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the phone. If if the wife was to get a new phone, she's on a standard eleven. She would be more than happy with this. More than happy. Yeah. You know, it brings the AMOLED screen that she's she you know she's on the LCD. Um, so she probably benefit from that. A nice new camera features because she enjoys taking the photos as well. The video. Um, it would be it would be a solid upgrade for anybody. Anybody that was on the coming one, the well, the 11 certainly. Definitely. And because they're upgrading all of the batteries on all of the iPhones this year, does this bring the mini into play? Because you've now got this iPhone mini with sensor shift stabilization on the main camera, able to record 4K 60 Dolby Vision video. I mean, that is one absolute powerhouse of a little phone. How are they getting this? So is from what I can make out, the the increased battery life is purely down to a bigger battery. Yeah. So because the processor, the A15, is on the same process uh, as the A14. So it's not from a shrink, so they're not gaining anything there. It's purely bigger battery. And you, it's mad. It's crazy to think you're going to get, like, two hours extra from a tiny bit of thickness. Yeah. But I think uh, just because they've not got a new process on the soc that doesn't mean to say that they can't design it better um to be more power more efficient, efficient. Yeah. so there's probably a tiny bit there the the screens if that's maybe a another year later screen that might have a slightly more power efficient screen um yeah i don't know i just think that this i just think that the mini is now t- very tempting i think it's small though, isn't it? Have you, have you held a mini? No. Uh, yes. Yeah, my mum's got one. Yeah, it's it's the it's the objects. It's the size of the icons and the screen content. Mm, mm. I've got I've got no issue with the size of the screen. Yeah. It's the what it does to the content on the screen that it just makes it that little bit too small, and I'd have to blow it up to make yeah. it usable. And then you, you lose so much, so much because you're losing space physically. And then you're losing it as you ramp up the size of the font. So it, it, it would be ideal otherwise, because it it, as you said, it's lovely to hold in the hand. So maybe one for the youth. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Well, maybe one day. Maybe one day we can like get one and blow the screen up huge. Yeah. Just to have, have it stuck on the Zoom. Well, it is, I do laugh when I see people who've got their iPhones and they've got the font cracked up to the absolute max so it's basically one word per line on the uh, screen but have you gone up a notch I have have actually yeah oh so have I (laughs) it's uh, terrible you know and it's really annoying that um I have actually come to the point in my life where like late at night with low light I struggle to read uh my phone sometimes or struggle to read something close to me but I went for a optician's appointment because i thought well this is a sign that i need glasses then because you know i'm struggling and the guy tested my eyes and the output was that no nothing don't need anything Hmm. i don't know if i mentioned this on the last uh tech box that we did but the the notable thing was that the guy had a an og uh, imac absolute original generation I, l- I like the way that that's what you took away from yeah. opticians of yeah, I did, yeah. But he said that I could use uh, I can I can use reading glasses uh, if I want, 
and uh, that does fix it because I got some really cheap ones off Amazon just to prove it and it does fix it but you can tell that they're really crappy and um, they distort around the edges and stuff so I need to get a decent pair of reading glasses I think that would uh, that would be good but then I'd have to I think I'd need to wear it around my neck on a chain a bit like I wear the sort of my uh, my sort of Beats X style like like Alan Partridge yeah earphones around my neck <laughs> so that I don't lose them. They're always with me, exactly like uh, Alan Partridge or some 80-year-old um, secretary working in a library, yeah. <laughs> I, I I generally just have mine knocked at one because I'm too lazy to go get the glasses on. Yeah. And it just makes life a little bit easier. But, yeah, I, I, not for me. Not for me. I, I know that people bang on about it. it even like that and the mini... I'd, I'd probably still reach for the phone nine times out of ten and it would be too small. Well, I know I know for a fact that me, what, five years ago, six, seven years ago, whenever the sort of the, the Sony compacts were really introduced and they were the trend, I would have absolutely loved this uh, iPhone mini, absolutely loved it. But um, yeah, time has moved on and uh, I have to use bigger iPhones mostly. And um, let's move on to what, is going to be the next iPhone that I use, which mm. will be the iPhone 13 Pro Normal. They are huge cameras. I'm just on their web, on the Apple site at the moment, and, and they are huge. Yeah. They stick out massively. <laughs> they do. <laughs> you know, um, we've always been saying that, like, the primary function these days of, uh, of a phone or the key um, selling point of a phone is the cameras. And we sort of compare them historically to sort of like compact cameras. Well, this iPhone now essentially is a compact camera. Do you know what I mean? If you were to just buy a compact camera today, the proportion of the back that was made up with the lens, albeit it would probably just be one, is not too dissimilar to what the iPhone is. You know, the actual, you know, the, the sort of build of the phone is very getting very similar to a compact camera now. It's not too far off a K-Zoom. Mm. Well, good old K-Zoom, get dust under the under the lens. Yeah, well, hopefully it doesn't get dust under the lens, but everything else is pretty much there, I think. Yeah, it's it's nice. So you've ordered one, I take it. Yeah, yeah. So do you want to hear the um, the story of ordering it? Because it was quite amazing. Gone. So I had the day off on Friday, and mm. a group of friends went to Go Ape in Battersea. And okay. the booking spread from 12 till 2 which obviously covers this 1 p.m <laughs> crucial time line now there's a couple of things with go ape the first one is obviously you're at sort of 50 foot above the ground um on a very sort of precipitous tightrope most of the time and the second point is that they don't want you taking your phone up there in case you drop it and it sort of falls on the head of somebody and presumably kills them so they force you to put the phone in like a little like diving bag, which is then on a sort of a, a necklace that goes around your neck and then gets plugged into your harness and all the rest of it. So there I am, 50 foot above the floor on a, you know, a rickety... They're basically, the whole idea of Go Ape is that you, you walk along multiple rickety bridges like off um, Indiana Jones uh, with a safety cable that holds you, but it depending on which bridge you're walking across, it may or may not have uh, anything to hold on to on the sides and the shape of the things that you're, the slats that you're walking on are all different. And um, 
Yeah, it can be a little bit scary. It can be a little bit. And also people are following behind you. So you can't stop for any length of time because people start queuing up and saying, come on, move on to the next uh, thing. And you can't overtake because you're all hooked up onto this kind of like um, cable car line that uh, if you fall off, this stops you uh, uh, dying, basically. Dying. (laughs) So there I am, you know, on a treetop with my phone in one of these big plastic protection things. Um, So I'm not able to actually touch the screen. I've actually got to push through this plastic um, cover. So actually all the photos that I got of the day in Go April sort of blurry where it has to shoot through this plastic. And of course, I start checking out thinking that it's going to be super smooth um, because historically it kind of has been. Now, the one thing that I didn't do this year is order, order the cheapest thing on the Apple store so that I could test that all my card and everything was set up. But I kind of thought back and I thought, well, I've not changed any of my credit cards or anything in the last year, so I'm not going to have to do that. But as soon as I started to go on the app to try and order it and I had a pre-order pre-order, everything just fell apart and it just kept crashing. It kept timing out, going wrong. When I did manage to get to the checkout, um, which I did from scratch, so I ignored that pre-order pre-order. It just didn't work about three times. So I then... um, just went through the normal process through the shop to try and order it and it started asking me for the delivery dress again and I'm like oh man this is you know why is this going wrong so badly but um all this 50 foot in the air people behind me telling me to get a move on and uh, stop holding them up I did successfully manage to uh, order a nice iPhone 13 Pro in white uh, that gets delivered on Friday hopefully daring Daring. Did I publicly profess that I'm going to enjoy the technology that I've got? And Yeah, and, you, um, you said that you were going to keep your 12 for several years, I think you were saying. Yeah, and, and uh, enjoy what I've got and only change things if it provides me with a benefit or whether it breaks or, That's it. and all that. Yeah, I, I've nailed that one to the mast several years in a row because I remember buying an iPhone 11 Pro in August and then a 12 Pro in September. That wasn't the... Yeah, that was... The, that was I remember talking about that because that seemed like a really great idea at the time. Craziness. Absolute crazy. So, yeah, I, I ordered one. And there's very little logic to it other than it makes you happy. And and I, and I do keep the iPhone for the whole year. So yeah. in my in my defense, I, I do get something out of it. And I am on 121 gigabytes out of 128. Um so I did order I did order one. Um I got the again the 13 Pro. I got the uh, graphite boring, so yeah, I couldn't I won't be able to tell it's any different. I even got this, went out and purchased the same case, product red, Apple Silicon. Oh, okay. So that when I am out, yeah. when I'm out and about, I can put that on it. Um, yeah, and did you go for 256? I did, yeah. Yeah, same. Because you've got, they've got you on this one because they can say, oh yeah, go for the 128. But you feel like that's the inferior model because you're not getting the complete experience. As crazy as that sounds. Is that, are you worried about not being able to record ProRes at, 4k because i'm kind of not i'm not worried i'm not worried but if i'm if i'm gonna get a new iphone and that's one of the if that's one of the new features i might and i'm trying to justify going from exactly the same model 
but a year older. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's, it'd, be, it'd be even more ridiculous to go for 128, especially when I have only ha- usually have 7 gig free. Yeah. I think... Um... I think two five six is a reasonable size, and it's it's only was it an extra hundred quid? Is it? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Which is obviously a bit expensive for one hundred and twenty eight gig, but you know it's not the most egregious uh, you know uplift that Apple's ever done. Hundred twenty eight would definitely be okay for me, but I th- I went for two five six last time because the the option I think for my eleven Pro is probably sixty four, um, mm. and that to, you know and I've occasionally nudged around the 100 gig mark you know so it's probably not inconceivable that i could go over 128 but um yeah just for peace of mind of ease uh just went for 256 i don't like getting the halo color for that year or whatever they call it i don't i don't know i don't do that i don't know why so i normally do so i guess you're talking probably about the sierra blue yeah they like the hero color that they have so the green with what was it the green with the iPhone 11 Pro and then the midnight blue on the yeah 12 yeah so I went um, I went with that dark green on the 11 Pro and I kind of regret it because I, I, up to that point I was very much up for getting the hero color so obviously with the iPhone X I determined that to be the white one and yeah on the 11 I uh, I, I deemed the hero color to be that new whatever it's called midnight green or whatever. And I just don't really think it's that nice a colour, to be honest. So I kind of wish I'd gone for like black or white for that one. And because I'm sort of hearkening back to how much I loved the white iPhone X original, that's why I'm going for the silver um, iPhone 13 Pro. Especially now that the fronts are black anyway, it makes makes no odds. I um, I, if it was if there was a product red one, I'd be straight in. I love I love that red. Yeah. Love it. I wonder what the I wonder what the what, wonder what they do with the rim though. They'd have to try and make that kind of a a pinky light red, wouldn't they? Who knows? Maybe the iPhone fourteen might have a new red mm. or something. Mm. We can only help. Um, it's yeah, it's nice. It's nice. I mean, again, updates wise, much better cameras. It's camera, isn't it? It's a camera bump. Yeah, it's. Uh... Been a long time since we've had an f1.5 main lens. Uh, well, actually, it's been the LG G8, I think, or the LG V40. Both of those had um, f1.5 cameras, and they were both very nice cameras, actually, especially the uh, LG G8. So, yeah, lots to look forward to on the camera side. Really big promotion as well. And promotion, which is the thing that they missed out on last year, apparently due to some sort of supply constraints. And uh, yeah, we get lovely 120 hertz uh, promotion on the iPhone, which I that is a big thing that I've been waiting for for a long time. So I am definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, I am very. I should be more excited. I feel, but we we've done this dance for a long time now, haven't we? Yeah, I mean, it's not huge, but there's definitely there's definitely some nice things to look forward to. I'm slightly so not annoyed, but. Um, trepidatious is that word i'm slightly um wary for the 3x uh telephone well portrait let's call it the portrait sensor there's not a lot of light getting in is there no not a lot of light getting in and i thought 2.5 last year on the pro max was too strong it just basically meant you had to be you had to kind of really step back from the person you're wanting to get a portrait photo of you know you couldn't like get it at a reasonable distance so if you're sat at a table with someone the 2.5 was just, it put it too close. You know, you had to actually get 
get down from the table, take a couple of steps back and then take a, a portrait photograph. And now it's even going to be even worse. You're really going to have to be quite away from the, a person to actually get a good portrait shot. So, yeah, that's what I'm a little bit annoyed about. I kind of wished that uh, if they'd have extended the Zoom, that they would have only done it on the Pro Max because I could just, uh, you know, avoid that. Yeah, and going to three on the normal Pro. I know it's good because it means that there's no difference between the Pro and the Pro Max, but actually I was I would have quite liked to have retained the 2X. And, um, well, we'll see. Um, we'll see what, uh, what, what that boils down to uh, when we're actually taking some portrait photos. Maybe they'll look so good. Uh, the uh, you know the, the fact that you've got to take a couple of steps back to actually get them won't uh, won't worry me. How I justify the whole having the latest iPhone is I I like being able to go back through my photo library and have the best possible photos at that period of time of, of my children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we're very lucky to live in a sort of an a part a moment of time where I can document their lives in. Tremendous detail, and I do a lot of video of them and photos, and it's all in iCloud, and I can perform nice edits on slick hardware that looks really nice using the latest um, effects that they can give me, and and it, and it's just nice. It's just nice to have the best that I could within the ecosystem that I'm in. Yeah, completely agree. And you know, am I going to be sat here with the iPhone 13? 20 years time hopefully because i've built up that huge i photo that photos library yeah um i don't know it, it, again it's just nice it's 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 a nice thing to have and it's the hardware and everything that enables me to do that to document it effectively you know as they get older i can just pop back to a year and pull out and i know that's the best that i could have achieved completely agree with everything you say there and um a little anecdote from Friday. So this is uh, after Go Ape. We were out in town and we were on, I can't remember, what, I don't know what the bridge is called. It's probably called like um, London Bridge or whatever. It's the one uh, that goes in front of Big Ben and has a parliament. And uh, you've got uh, the wheel, Millennium Wheel on one side and you've got House of Parliament on the opposite uh, end of the river um, on the other side. So we were getting some good photos and selfies and everything on that bridge and this guy comes up uh, with his dslr and he offers to take a picture and print it out seven quid he was charging but you know the cost is not too much of a worry if the photo is actually really good uh, and i'd been taking photos with the 11 pro and we said yeah okay let's have a photo from this uh, proper camera and the photo was kind of crap hmm. the the problem was is that he used a flash which meant that the people were lit up but the background was completely dark whereas when you look at the photo taken with the iphone the the hdr means that you get all of the detail and all the nice lighting from everything in the background you know the background is like night mode style um really brought into uh all the detail is there all the nice lighting effects there it looks really really good uh, albeit it's not going to look as good, you know, as soon as you start zooming in on a monitor, the DSLR photo is obviously going to hold up much better. But just looking at it on the screen, the iPhone shot was was kind of much better. Um, I just thought that was really interesting. I mean, obviously paid the man, kept the uh, photo and it's a nice photo in its own right. But yeah, I just thought that was an interesting example of the differences between uh, a DSLR and an iPhone when you're 
taking a photo, you can get some photos that you just can't get uh, with a DSLR. Now, of course, if any of us were moving, because we had to actually hold quite still for the night mode to actually not blur up. If anyone was moving uh, even a tiny bit, then obviously the Xenon flash of the DSLR would have uh, fixed that a lot better and you wouldn't have to have to worry about it. But uh, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting moment. But you're right, you wouldn't have been able to do that if you had an iPhone, you know, 4 or an iPhone 5, you know. Um, trying, I'm trying to pick one where you definitely wouldn't be able to get a, a decent photo out of it. If if I had a normal camera as well, a normal point, it wouldn't feed as nicely into the ecosystem. I wouldn't be able to perform edits straight away. Yeah, so these these photos that I was taking on the iPhone were straight on the WhatsApp group. You know, everyone's happy. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my justification. Just like it or not, it's it's a hobby as well. And um, I say it's only once a year. I do pick up Androids here, there, and everywhere as well. So it's not once a year, but it's one iPhone a year, isn't it? And uh, you keep it all year, you get a uh, year's worth of value out of it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't have to uh, justify it to me. I'm very much uh, supporting of the uh, of the investment that you're making there. I just have the sales pitch already from the wife, that's all. See, see you know, notice how it rolls off, the pattern rolls off the tongue, James. You know, well I've rehearsed. had to utilise it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I've had to use it. Oh, so uh, exciting times. We'll probably, we'll have to get together once, um, once they arrive and we can... Uh, we can really discuss. Exactly, yeah. So once we get it and uh, we get buyer's regret because actually there's only a kind of uh, a few tweaks uh, around the edges, then we can uh, complain about it all. But no, I have to say I'm looking forward to it quite a lot. I just hope it's not... I, because it's kind of fractionally boxier than the um, iPhone 11 Pro, I'm just worried how it's going to feel in the hand because I've not had the... I had the boxy Pro Max... Uh, last year but that went back and i've not had the normal pro boxy edition and uh hopefully it uh feels okay in the hand i've got like a a cheap esr gel case uh arriving tomorrow so hopefully that will make it uh nice and handleable at this point james you have to move to the new design because you can't stay on you can't stay on it then they're not going back true yeah well not for a couple of years no when it all goes retro chic again yeah cycles isn't it yeah Okay, well, um, I've got nothing left to add. I've probably got a lot, but I, I'm going to save it. We'll, we will definitely have to reconvene uh, next week or slightly after. Yeah. And uh, thoroughly... Compare notes. Definitely. Cool. Definitely. Okay, well, good chatting to you, Dave, and uh, speak soon. I'll speak to you in a bit, James. Cool. Cheers, then. Bye.